Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. And here we are for your distraction in your ears yet again. How well, about that Super Bowl game? Oh my God, that was, an, that was totally crazy and insane. I had no idea that was going to happen. It's crazy. Only thing I have to say is fuck Tom Brady. So how you doing, Adam? Pretty good. Great. Pretty good. How Great. are you doing, Scott? Doing well. Doing well. You know, another shitty day in paradise, I suppose. It's cold. Just another shitty day in paradise. It's cold. I'm sick of the cold. Yeah, it's weather. Fuck weather. Weather and outside is weather. So... Hey, let's get into the beer of the show. Yeah, let's, let's jump, just into jump it. Let's right jump into in, it. wasting time with the pleasantries. Quit jerking around, jerking each other off here, circle jerking, all kinds of jerks. I know, We're I'm, gonna, I'm spent, so let's do it. We are going to talk about the beer of the show, and it is the numero uno. I'm going to say it like that. You have to say it like that. Numero, numero uno. Numero uno. It has like... Agave cerveza. Cerveza. Agaves. Agave? Agave. Agave. Agave, cerveza. Because in Spanish, E's are pronounced A. So it's not agave? No, it's agave. 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 Where does a bear live? A cave. (laughs) So it's it's numero uno. Numero uno, agave cerveza from the Flying Dog Brewing Company. So it's a Mexican beer. Last week we had a British beer. Now we have a Mexican beer. Watch out. It might rape you. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure some of them are okay. I'm sure some of these Mexican some beers are Some of these beers, okay. look at the shape, okay? Just you gotta watch out, okay? Just gotta watch out. I'm gotta sh- watch them. You know, all of them. They're, they're sending in their rapists and their murderers and their drug dealers. Okay, anyway. Um, numero uno, agave cerveza. It's it's a Mexican beer, but it's from the Flying Dog Brewing Company in Frederick, Maryland. Oh, it's a lie then. Ma- Mar- a lie. Maryland? Maryland. 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 It's not Maryland. If, I'm sure somebody would punch you in the face if you went there and said that. I'm here in good old Maryland. <laughs> so this is the numero uno agave cerveza. Is that a churro? <laughs> I think it might be a Mexican uh, a jalapeno pepper with a great mustache. It's so racist. It's like it's, it's got a it's got a red bandana and a sombrero on it. It's I Bartios. It's <laughs> oh my god. It is this a is... lager brewed with agave nectar with lime zest added. This might be more racist than our president. That's like, hard to do. That's hard to do. So it's even got a little little uh, speech bubble. Ole! So one time, <laughs> so one time I was drunk and I was at a Mexican restaurant oh, and bar, and and Kristen and I, my wife Kristen and I, were at the bar, and and I, she was so embarrassed of me, like like the the bartender for some reason I thought his name was Jorge. Jorge comes up to us and racist. I thought I thought he said something like. Can I get you anything else? Like like a Cheech Marin. That's what I thought he was doing, the Cheech Marin. And I'm like, so I look at him and I go, Dos cervezas, por favor. <laughs> and so Kristen like elbows me and she's like, You're being a racist dick. And I'm like, what? I was just I was trying to <laughs> trying to conform to his life. Well, I was so drunk, he came back 
I realized his name was Jim. <laughs> and he like f- slammed two like Coronas down. I was like, here you dick. Did he really say that? <laughs> like complete perfect American English. Here you go, dick. He really like, said that. Yeah. Oh my god. Here you god. go, dick. And I, I was like, well, leave, I hope you didn't leave my tip. No, I drank the beer. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> you didn't get your cerveza? I got it. I got well, I asked for Dosakis and he gave me Corona. So. Oh damn. Anyway, the numero uno. Tell me what you think about it. Oh, I don't like it. No? I don't like it. It's got a weird it's, I don't know what it is. It's got a weird aftertaste. It's a super, super light beer. Like you can literally see through this like a spyglass. Alright, this is this beer is that light. Um it's light bodied, obviously, so it doesn't sit at the bottom of your stomach, but it's just I mean, at the risk of sounding sounding racist, is this what Mexican beer really tastes like? Because like it it tastes bad. Oh my god. Well here's something fun. I've been to Mexico a couple of times. And you know they don't drink Corona in Mexico? Oh, yeah? No. Corona is made in Mexico, but it's strictly imported to Americans and marketed as Mexican beer. They drink Dos Equis and they drink Sol and they drink Tecante and there's a couple other ones and they're pretty good. I enjoy Mexican lagers, but uh, they don't drink Corona. And frankly, I think Corona sucks, dude. Yeah, I'm not a... Big, I'm not a big not Corona, a big corona drinker. No, it, it's horrible. So, the only light beer I really drink, I guess, is like Yingling. And it's it's only like semi-light. It's not even really too light. So You mean like as a domestic? Yeah. Like a Like a common beer, yeah. I suppose. Because I guess Corona's not even domestic. But I think it's sometimes made and bottled in America even, just with Mexico stamped on it. I don't... What do I know? But I do know... Ay, caramba! Numero uno! Andale! <laughs> Any of those racist <laughs> well, we live in Donald Trump's America. It's you want to like... talk about black people while you're at it, Scott? <laughs> yeah, I like this beer. <laughs> I sound like a redneck, so I hate them even more. So we're going to be racist today. I like the beer. Adam. Really? I like it. God. I, I do. Can you t- can, can you taste the aftertaste that I'm that I'm talking I do. about? I do. I it has how that is. It's... It has a little bit of a citrus tone to it, and I it's I think it's limey because it says there was lime in there, and I'm not a huge lime fan. Do you drink Sprite? Are you Only a when Sprite? I mix it with rum or vodka, actually. Vodka and Sprite. Yeah. Is that the Adam drink? Well, that's what. Well, all right. So you open I bar. Drink, open I... bar. What's your what's your drink? Oh, like rum and coke. Rum and coke, huh? Rum and coke, yeah. That's my go-to. But like if I'm at home, like if I have like a bottle of vodka or rum or something like that, I honestly mix it with whatever pop is there. It could be Fanta and I'll mix it with that. Like it it doesn't matter. Could it be Fago? It could be Fago, yeah. Like a juggalo? Yeah, it could be Fago. Too. Do you listen to ICP and yeah. mix your rum and Fago? No. No? I, I think my cousin listens to ICP, but... Is he a juggler? Does he paint his face? I... No, but he's got a lot of really bad tattoos, and... I'm not going to talk about my cousin. I don't... Not a member I'm of the sure family. He's a- not a member of family that I uh, I associate with, and I get insulted every time people say, Oh, you guys look exactly alike. Well, you don't have a neck tattoo of somebody running at with you with a hatchet. Or a meat cleaver. <laughs> so... So I don't think you look like him. But, uh... No, I just I'm ICP. Fuck, fuck ICP. 
The insane clown posse, huh? I know. Yeah. I know. We, but but you just all of our juggalo listeners, you just ostracize oh, them. So. All those juggalo listeners, look, okay. If you want to be a juggalo, that's fine. But be a juggalo on your own. <laughs> when you get on the public, take the makeup off. Nobody needs to see it out in public, okay? Listen, we got shit to do here at FYD. We don't got to deal with your clown fucking makeup, okay? Look. <laughs> If you're look, all I'm gonna say is, if you're gonna be a juggalo, don't be offended if somebody crosses the street to walk away from you. Okay, don't be offended. Okay, you knew what you were getting into when you put the makeup on. And you left the house. That's all I'm saying. You knew what you were doing. Do you like Fago Pop though? Not really. It's, it's just a matter of what's in the house at the time. You know. You said Fanta though. <clears throat> Did you know Fanta was developed? In Nazi Germany, as an alternative to Coca Cola, I did know that. Yes, yeah. that's, a, that's a fun, it's a fun trivia, trivia yeah, fact. There you is what go. That is. So numero uno, I'm going to give it a four out of five. Dude, that's it's, too high. That's too four high. Four out of five. I enjoy it. It's too high, man. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't judge your uh, judgments. But you just did. I don't know. Oh, I don't like to judge your judgments, but in this case, that's too high, man. Like that's. Oh, this. Well, see, there's this a main. It has almost zero taste in it, and it's got a weird aftertaste. The the main difference between you and I, Adam, is I like beer. I like beer, but I like <laughs> good beer. I'm sorry. Mini me like chocolate. Scotty, don't. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I like to be. I feel like I can be picky about my beer because we live in a first world country and I can order whatever the fuck I want. So. Mm. You entitled twat. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that is the beer of the show, numero uno agave cerveza. Did you take Spanish in high school? No, no, you took French, right? We. Oui. I remember. Yeah, now I remember because whenever I said I was taking French in college, you were like, "Why would you do that?" I took French and it sucked. We. Oui. <laughs> okay. I actually took Spanish in. Junior high in in middle school, I took it. <clears throat> oh geez, I started I think fifth grade and I took it sixth, seventh, eighth grade, and uh, went to high school. And I didn't like. I had a different. I had a Spanish teacher in like fifth and sixth grade, and then I had a different one for seventh and eighth grade. I didn't like my Spanish teacher in seventh and eighth grade so much so that I think I got turned off on the language. So when I went to high school. They offered more languages. So I'm like, fuck that bitch that taught me Spanish. <clears throat> Spanish sucks. My family is French. My great grandma was alive at the time and she spoke French. And I'm like, she would always like yell at me in French. So I'm like, I had to have picked something up. So I took <laughs> French. There was there was no science behind that whatsoever. That's the ultimate. Yeah, no science behind that. But um, what what languages did they offer at? You went to Hickory, so what languages yeah. they offer there? Obviously they, Spanish, French, but what Spanish, else? Spanish, French, German, Latin. I think that was it. I think it was those four. And now I believe they offer Mandarin. Well, Mandarin is like the... Isn't Mandarin like the most spoken language in the world? Probably. I think I think, I think that's what it is. But in when I went to high school, we had Spanish, French, because that's like the two generics of the generics... That any high school is going to have, and we had Latin. <laughs> You're still being racist about it, but that's okay. That's what we're doing. Well, that's it, the theme of the show. It here. is the theme of the show. Yes. So yeah. So. Besides the fucking French and Spanish, those generic suckers. 
What else I you mean, got? Come on. Um, we did. I mean, we talked about it on the previous show. When you speak French, it sounds like you have a dick in your mouth. So a bag of dicks, I believe. Bag is what of we dicks, said. Yes. Um, but we only offered uh, the only other alternative was Latin, a dead language. Who speaks Latin? You had like there was literally like maybe four people in the Latin class when I went to high school, and they were all the smart people. So. My sister took Latin, like in ninth grade. Which one, the older or the younger? My oldest sister, and yeah, she well, hated. I mean, it. it doesn't matter. They're all they're both smart. So. She hated it, and then she took uh, when she was in tenth grade, she started over and she took like French one. So she was in a class her sophomore year with a whole bunch of freshmen because she hated Latin that much, and she went back to French. And, like, you had to have three years of a language. So yeah. normally you wouldn't have had to have taken one your senior year. Yeah. But she had to take French three her senior year because, you know, she put her a year behind because of the one year of Latin. She, yeah. She said can she that. Can she, like, speak any French? Like, is she good at speaking any French? I think she is. I think she took a year or maybe just a semester of French in college. And, like, she did some traveling. To, uh, oh, where'd she go? Haiti? Dominican Republic, they speak Spanish. But I think they speak French in Haiti. So I yeah. think when you when you get immersed in that culture, you kind of have to. So I'm really trying to find the time to get good at French. <clears throat> because I have next semester is my last semester I should ever have to ever take a language class or be forced to take a language class mm-hmm. if I can make it through this semester. And I'm really trying to get good at it. I'm just... Adam talks about school. Yes, Adam talks about school. Um, I'm really trying to get good at it. I'm just... I'm having a hard time. I, I, You know what I figured out? I have a really hard time with simple things. And I think that... I figured out that... Like pumping gas? Yes, like pumping <laughs> gas. I figured, I figured that out about myself, okay? I have a really, really difficult time in life understanding simple bullshit. I can understand certain complicated things, but simple bullshit, I have a really tough time understanding. Like, for example, take French, for example. I have a hard time remembering the words for the, or is there, or a, or, you know what I'm saying? Like the articles and like the simple fucking words, but I can remember a lot of the verbs. Sometimes, like if you told me a verb, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's blah, blah, blah. So I've, I've learned that about myself. If you had to pick a simple thing in life, Scott, something that's that everybody else takes for granted, that you have a hard time doing, what would it be? I'll go first. I'll give you a chance to think about it. And I'm not talking about things like play an instrument or draw well. I'm talking about down-to-earth simple things. And when I give you tell you what mine is, this will kind of maybe give you an idea, I have a hard time with small talk. I cannot do small talk to save my life. If you and I ever met each other, we didn't know each other, and we met at a bar, I, I couldn't strike up a conversation with you because it's small talk. I can't do it. I'm good with, like, complicated conversations, like if we're talking about a specific subject. Like, I kind of wish life was like, you don't have small talk, but you go up to somebody and say, here's what I want to talk about, blah, blah, blah. Do you want to talk about it? All right, let's do it. And I wish that was, like, socially normal because I could do that. But, like, just striking up a conversation, you know? I think it's probably the biggest reason why early on in my life I had a hard time dating, because I just, I, I can't do small talk. Like, all early dating is small talk, for the most part. 
interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You the the antisocial butterfly that you are. You've always kind of been that way. I have, yes. You if remember, it wasn't for me, you would still be in your little eggshell. You with the huge ego that you like to have, yes. Okay. I'm going to say huge dick, but yeah, ego too. I've never seen, so I can't tell. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, yes. I you you've known me for years. You've know you met me when I was in high school as a huge anti-social individual. You know, I couldn't. I can't do small talk. This is not you what were I can very do. Very timid, very shy. Kept to yourself. I wasn't having any part of that. No, uh, uh. You needed to get the fuck out of that. Yeah. So you understand what I'm saying? Like, you, I do. You, you have something like that because you are a very confident individual. You've always been outgoing, charismatic, <sighs> confident. You've always been, you know, that kind of guy that just can make friends anywhere you go. Do you have something simple that you are jealous of? Like, like every time you see it happen, you're like, God, I wish I could fucking do that. Well, it goes back to school. I guess you could say Scott talks about school. But uh, I, I might have brought this story up before. I was not a great student. Like, I wasn't dumb. I was smart. But things just didn't come easy for me. Like, I con- I had to constantly work at school. And a lot of my group of friends, they were fucking brilliant people. Like, I had some of the <laughs> smartest, nerdiest, geekiest friends that could, like, not open a book all semester and get straight A's. Like, in college, I had to fucking bust my ass. And I was so jealous of those people that school just came easy for them. Didn't even have to study. Didn't even have to go to class. Come for test day and they'd ace it. There's a lot of people like that. There is, yeah. My wife, Kristen, she's that way. And I wish, I wish, because I think I would have liked school, high school and college, both. I think I would have liked them both a lot more than I do if I could If I could have just, the whole school part, the whole test and learning shit, if that came easy to me, then I could focus on things that I enjoyed, like getting my dick wet and drinking <laughs> beer. Um. Yeah, that's that's I I could agree with you on that. I I was never somebody whose school came easy for him, but I did learn something about myself after going through a semester last year. <clears throat> I learned I'm actually not a dumb guy. I'm actually like a really smart guy, but in high school I was a big slacker. Me too. I was a big slacker in high school, and I didn't start like really doing well or like really trying until my first semester of college. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and even then I didn't try as hard as I could. Like I could have tried a lot harder, but I was fuck. I was a slacker. You know what can I say? I was a young kid. I was a slacker. So I got some more. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> when I was a kid, I palled around with this group of guys, and they were real into like BMX bike riding. Like they would like we'd go in the backyard and we'd like build jumps, and like ride our BMX bike and like <clears throat> jump. Like that was the kind of stuff like yeah. my friends did, and we had like. I had a dirt bike too. They all had dirt bikes. You can tell me that this whole time you were lying. You didn't know how to ride a bike. And... No, I knew how to ride a bike, oh. but I knew how to ride a bike poorly. I was never as good as any of them, and I would be a fucking moron, and I would like do shit. Like they'd build a fucking like evil Knievel jump, like, and I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna fucking do it. They'd be like doing crazy ass BMX tricks. They'd be looking like fucking X Games up there. <laughs> And I'm like, all right, here I go. And I would fucking break my face every fucking time. I was terrible. I was so bad at BMX, but I did it all the time. And I wish I was better at that. I had friends that were skateboarders. 
I tried to skateboard. I tried to snowboard. And I would just bust my face every time. Like, my second semester of college, I almost went down the rabbit hole of, I think I'm going to get a skateboard. I almost went down <laughs> that, that rabbit can hole. Of worms, yeah. I almost did. And then I tried to skateboard one time. This, they, I never... They were never buddies of mine, but they were buddies of buddies. Mm-hmm. So they were all cool guys, and we'd like hang out and chit chat and stuff like that. And I got on one of the skateboard ones. I was like, "I'll give it a try." He's like, "Yeah, sure, go ahead." And I tried it for like two seconds. I was like, "Not for me. Nope, 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 not for me. I can skate, but I cannot skateboard." So, um, <clears throat> when you riding a bike, could you ever ride without holding the handlebars? Yeah. You, you could do that? Yeah. That was always, like, one of the biggest accomplishments when I was a kid. I used to be able to, like, just ride the bike just down the road, no handlebars. Like, I could never do that today. I could ride a bike. I could ride a bike fast. No, but, like, ride a, but like if you did it with no handlebars, that, that's an accomplishment. There's a lot of people that can't do that. I can ride my bike with no handlebars. <clears throat> Thank you. I was leading towards that. But, like, seriously, though, like, yeah, that was, that was, that was a big accomplishment for me because I'm like, yeah, you know, I can do this. Like, you look cool when you're just having your hands on the side, just pedaling, you know, don't have to touch the handlebars. You look like the coolest motherfucker there for about five minutes. Oh, yeah, so, dude. Dude, you'd see, like, a group of girls. Like, you'd be in, like, junior high, and you'd pedal <laughs> by them with your fucking, your dino, or your, your, yeah, like, Dino, <laughs> fucking BMX, but you Dino walk by DNA. like, yeah, check how big my dick is as you roll by these bitches. That was like, oh man, I never had and, that. I never had and that. Like moment. Flynn, man, I, <sighs> I never had that moment. So, man, but tell you what, I could do everything on a bike except hit those jumps, and I, oh, <laughs> I'm lucky to be alive. I'm telling you right now. A couple years ago, I was getting, I was trying to get really back into like getting healthy and doing a lot of exercising and stuff. And it was before I started going back to the gym, I tried to do a lot of outside stuff. So I tried to do like a lot of jogging outside and, you know, like I go up the road, there'd be like a trail that go through the woods. I jog through there and stuff. I tried, I have an old bike that's in my, that's in the garage right now. And it still works. It's still fine. It's a little dusty. Pump the tires up. Maybe? Yeah. Pump the tires up. Yeah. You know, scrape off. Put, a couple. put the chain back on. The gear, yeah. Chain's still on. Chain, oh, okay. But, but you know, the cobwebs. But the cobwebs, you got to get the cobwebs off a little mm-hmm. bit. There's a few cobwebs on there. But I tried. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start riding my bike. I'm going to start riding the bike. I'm going to go up the road. I'm going to go down like a mile or two, and I'm going to come back. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this like, you know, every other day or something like that. Was it like a mountain bike or like a 10-speed or was it like a it's BMX like a bike? It's like a 10-speed. You know, it's like, okay. a, it's like a 10 speed. Okay. So I was like, I'm it gonna, has 10 speeds. So. Yes, yes, exactly. That's how we know. Um, so I was gonna do that and i was gonna you know i'm gonna do this i'm gonna be a biker that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna you know if i if i can do this for you know a couple months you know i'll get a nice bike i'll get you know spandex or something like that one of those real like curved back helmets for wind resistance and stuff i'm gonna be you know professional about that like wear live strong bracelets oh yeah Yeah. i was gonna gonna do the whole thing you're going all in i did it one time Mm mm-hmm and I got back and I was like, this is the hardest fucking thing in the world to do. <laughs> I was like, my legs hurt. My ass is killing me because that seat is so uncomfortable. I put the bike in the garage. It's like, I didn't touch it again. <laughs> I did not touch it since then. Did you at least take your hands off the handlebars and pedal for a little bit? Like- I, c- I could barely <laughs> ride with one hand. I could barely, like, y- they say you forget how to ride a bike. I didn't forget how to ride. It's like riding a bike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I definitely, for a split second, I had to remember because it was years since I'd done it. I couldn't do it with one hand, though. I had a hard time doing it with one hand. 
But I remember I was riding the bike and I was I was struggling because I was going up the hill. It's like, oh my god, this is fucking horrible. And I was going down this back road and there's one car like passed me and they beeped at me and waved and stuff like that. It's like you motherfuckers, like don't don't acknowledge me. Like I was irritated about it. I that was the only time I did it. I thing is I can do the bike at the gym though. Like I can do that just fine. But I guess I mean stationary bike. Yeah, stationary yeah. bike. But I mean I guess you can pick your own speed and you don't have to worry about certain hills and stuff like that. Like you could do it downhill the whole way if you wanted to. So I don't know. I can jog, but I can't ride a bike anymore. It's, it's too difficult. Adam, can you sing? God, no, that's one of See, that is one the, for me. I, I wish I could draw. Well, I can draw, but I can't draw. Well, I wish I could play an instrument. Well, but the one thing I wish I could do was sing. <clears throat> that is the one thing that I wish that, cause a lot of singing is natural talent. Like you can work at singing and get better at it, but a lot of it is just natural. You're absolutely talent. right. Yeah. Like you can work at playing an instrument and you can learn to play an instrument decently. You can't work at singing and to be a decent singer. That's that's all natural right there. That's one of those things I really wish because there was a small portion where a lot, some of the people I'd hang out with whenever I had time to go out, the bar I go to, they would do karaoke nights. And the couple friends I would go out to, they can fucking sing. They are fantastic at it. They are really good at it. Like I equate one of those, one of the guys, like he he had a lot of uh, well, one of them is Ed from Movie Guys podcast. Oh, yeah. I can name him. Yeah, one of them is Ed from Movie Guys podcast. That dude, he can sing. He can He's, sing like a bird, huh? He can fucking sing. All like, right, Ed. Give him, give him a Sinatra song. We, we all love Sinatra. Oh, man. We all love Sinatra. Huh? He can fucking sing. Like, the dude is a good singer. This other person, a mutual friend that we have, she's a great singer. And they would always ask me, like, hey, why don't you get up there and sing and stuff like that? Like, you know, get a song. And I'd be like, I'm not following that. I'm not going up there singing. <laughs> like, you guys take it seriously. Like, you guys have fun with it, but you guys are good singers. I'm not going to be the one asshole in the group going up there and saying, do you like pina coladas? <laughs> so, see, now, karaoke is a whole different kettle of fish here, my friend. You don't have to be good at karaoke. In fact, you can be <clears throat> terrible, and you can work that room. Because I can't <laughs> sing. I can't carry a tune in a bucket. But you better believe I have taken over karaoke. I've done Billy Joel's Piano Man. I've done Eddie Money Take Me Home Tonight. I've done Roxanne by the Police. And I have just slayed it. And do I sing well? Oh, hell no. But I know the words, and I'm not looking at the TV, and I'm pointing at people while I'm singing. It's great. It's fun. It's fun. Like, well, like karaoke nights at, at Georgia City Lights, every now and then would be busy, but it would never be like a huge crowd. It'd be like mainly like groups of friends might go out there. And if you're hanging out with a group of friends and they go up there and they can sing really well and they actually know what the fuck they're doing, like for somebody like me, like we just discussed, I have antisocial and I have, you know, anxiety problems. I'm going to look at that and be like, well, I'm not, I'm not getting up there and following that. Like, I'm, I'm not doing that. Georgia City Lights is your, your local bar of choice. I say that, but I, I don't go out there anymore because time, man, time. Like, I, I actually don't have a lot of time, especially now, since my schedule changed at work, um, I wake up every day at three in the morning, and I go to work, and it sucks, but the job I'm working is better than it was before, so take what you can and leave the rest, I guess. Take what you have, give nothing back. Exactly. So, uh, I wish I could sing. I, I enjoy singing, I just am not good at it. 
That's that's another one for you. Yeah. You're asking me things that I wish I could do. So there's a couple. Yeah. Uh, riding a BMX bike, singing. What was the first one I said? Um, you said doing well in school. Oh like yeah, being, yeah, yeah, school, yeah. Like a being one. a natural scholar. Be, yeah, yeah. So those 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 are my things I'd like to do better at. So if you have uh, you know, common everyday normal tasks that come easy for some people that you'd like to get better at. Let us know what they are. Send us an email to foryourdistraction at gmail.com. Uh, send us a message on Facebook or Twitter. And, yeah, let us know what you think. All right, so, Adam, I just recently watched a movie. I want to tell you a little bit about this film. Before we get into that, do we have more of that shitty beer? Yeah, right in here. Okay. It's not shitty. It's, there's, there's other beers. So if you don't like that oh, one. Better pick, beers? Okay. Pick a different one. Um, ah, yes, my alma mater. Okay. So... For those of you who want to know, it's a yang-a-lang. Ding-a-lang. Um, <clears throat> I watched a movie, Adam. As we tend to do on the show. Yes. It's a movie that when it, it came out probably 2015, several years ago it came out. And when it was first coming out in theaters, I was excited. I wanted to see it. I really love this movie franchise. The trailer, the, oh, let me rephrase. The first trailer, because there was two, and the second one was awful. But the first one got me hype. I really wanted to see it. Then, the reviews came out for the movie, and they stunk. I talked to a couple people, and they said the movie sucked. And then you saw this movie, Adam. And you said you hated it. Now, you did tell me that I should still see it. But you just really did not like it. I know what you're talking about. So... I didn't until this past week. I finally watched it because it was on my regular cable. It's on cable now? It was on, yeah, channel FX. Are you really? familiar with FX? It's on, it's on FX now. It's on FX. So I caught it on demand on FX, start to finish. That tells you how bad it is. And we're talking <clears throat> about the movie Terminator Genesis. Oh, what a dumpster fire. Let me tell you, Adam, I thoroughly enjoyed it. You are an uncultured swan. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was fun. I was entertained. It Was it a good movie? No, but I liked it. I did. I thought it was great. You just said, was it a good movie? No, but I thought it was great. Me, my opinion. My opinion. It was bad. The only good part about it was Amelia Clark. That was the only good part about that movie. Yeah, she's gorgeous, man. Oh, yeah. Anything. I don't care. Just give me, like, two hours of just her standing there, and, like, I'll watch that. One argument I do so. have. I, I, it was a fucking PG-13 movie. It was fucking PG-13. Trying to see some big old... See, here's the problem. There's the one scene in the movie where she gets into that giant orb thingy with Kyle Reese, and of course they gotta take their gear off, as you know. And oh yeah, they didn't show jack shit. I'm like, we've seen Game of Thrones. We know what your tits look like. They're awesome. I want to see them again. But no, it's a fucking PG-13 film. Although Titanic was PG-13. And we saw Rose's nasty floppy jugs. I don't want to see those. I want to see Khaleesi's, damn it. That's why we have YouTube. But anyway, 
Regardless, <laughs> she's a great actress, and she was the only redeemable part about that movie. In my opinion, nothing was redeemable. We have not talked about this movie on the show yet, because I've been waiting for you to watch it. I didn't want to spoil it for you. We haven't been able to discuss it. Go in depth. We haven't been able to do any of that kind of stuff. God, this movie was so bad. So I think bad. it was good. So bad. First of all, this is my big. This is one of my biggest gripes about the movie. And granted, this is a science that doesn't technically exist in the real world that we know of yet. But the science behind time travel and how it worked in this movie in particular, it makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense that Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator is able to go back in time to before Terminator 1 and raise Sarah Connor and all this other bullshit and somehow the future still exists as Ky- as uh, John Connor remembers it. It still exists in that same universe of Terminator 2, Terminator 3, all that shit, Salvation. It still exists in that same universe that for some reason... The Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator going back in time didn't split them up, didn't back to the future it, and split them off into a different universe. Well, I would argue that uh, Skynet actually changed it by sending a T-1000 back to kill Sarah Connor before Terminator 1. Yeah, but she if was I, young. That's fine, but it's the, same, it's the same difference. It doesn't matter because... It what 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 I'm what, when I say it doesn't matter. What I mean is that that story isn't embellished. They don't go into that story in depth. It's just no. a passing discussion. So we know that. So we know the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator goes back basically to Razor, essentially. So that's basically how it is. That's the reason why, if you saw in the commercials, Sarah. Which by the way, they should never fucking show this in the commercials. But you know, Amelia Clark as Sarah Connor does the "Come with me if you want to live." moment with, with Kyrie's. That's great. They should have never showed that in the commercials. Just like they should have never shown who the villain was in the commercials, but they did it anyway. Um because that would have been a probably a good uh turn of events, I guess you would say a good uh little good twist. Twist, thank you. That's that's yeah. the phrase I was looking for. It would have been a good twist like that, but they didn't. They spoiled it, so you know whatever. It's just for somebody like me who overthinks those things, it just doesn't make any sense how this other Terminator can go back and change the past and the ripple effect didn't take effect for the future. And yet the future people still go back in time to this altered past. It doesn't make any sense. It I doesn't think make any sense. I, you said it best. I think you're overthinking it. I do. I think, sure, There's whole, are there holes in the <clears throat> plot? Absolutely. But, I mean, I mean, Terminator 2 Judgment Day is far and away... <laughs> One of the best movies. I would still put the original Terminator in second place. But Adam, I would put this in third. I would rank this above Salvation. Here's here's the problem, though. Rise of the Machines is a dead fucking last. It is. It is dead last. But, here's the problem, though, is the entire first movie was based on not changing the past. The entire movie was based on Kyle Reese. The, we're talking about the first Terminator movie that ever came out. Where the entire movie was based on... Kyle Reese going back in time to save Sarah Connor from this Terminator that went back in time to kill her because changing the past would have been a bad thing. This new movie threw that book out the window and said, no, we can change the past and everything will be fine. We change the past, everything will be cool. It's fine. Don't even worry about it. Well, if you think about it. The whole point, but I'm sorry, I'll I'll let you finish. Let me 
maybe they were wrong in the first Terminator. I mean, yes, they were trying to, they were trying to preserve the timeline without they changing They didn't give a things. shit about the timeline. They gave a shit about John Connor. That's what they cared because about. Because he was winning the war. He was the general. He, they were, but I, then I looked around and I'm like, okay, you're fighting a war and you're supposedly winning and there's like uh, 20 of you left. And you're fighting these giant skeleton-looking machine things, and are you going off of like what Salvation the when we saw the future? Yeah, is that you're, what you're going you're, off. Well, of? they showed clips of it. They showed clips of it in Terminator One, and especially Terminator yeah. Two. There are some mountains of skulls of dead humans, and I'm like, I thought to myself, then why do you want to preserve this? Why don't you want to stop Judgment Day from ever happening? Which was kind of like Terminator Two, where they go to kill Miles yeah, Dyson, that, yeah, that's Cyberdyne, and stop. <laughs> Cyberdyne, which became Skynet, like from ever ever happening, like well, because we, I get that. That we makes haven't more seen, sense. We haven't seen. I would love for them to do really good Terminator movies that existed in the future to see the war, to see the decisions that are making. Because we don't know who are the scientists behind what is going on. Who makes these scientific decisions? Because we, for all we know, there could be scientists that are like. That somebody, some soldier could have been like, why don't we use a time machine and go back in time and do the thing you said? Let's, let's, you know, change the past and do all this shit. And there could be some scientists that be like, no, they could be like the Doc Brown thing where it's like, no, we can't change the past like that because we don't know what's going to happen. Right. For all we know, it could end up worse. I don't know how it could get worse than this, but we exactly. don't know. But we don't know it could end up worse. She has something to take. I'll leave my mountain of human skulls and, and take take a gamble that the paradox <laughs> I create might not be quite this bad. But here's the thing: I don't that decision. I don't really care about. I just hate the decision of, as far as we know, in the beginning of the movie when Kyle Reese is sent back in time. It is the it is the timeline that we know of as the Terminator movies. But somehow he's able to go back in time and enter an altered timeline where the two timelines somehow still coexist in the same universe, the same existence. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It poses way, way too many questions. Back to the Future did time travel, and they made it fucking simple. Doc Brown pulled up a chalkboard. He's like, see this line? Here's our timeline. See this timeline? Two lines right here. This altered state. This That's what changed. Boom. Time travel made simple. Okay? They had to complicate things, and you you... Like, I, I just don't know. It, it makes no sense. I think you're Neil deGrasse Tysoning this because it doesn't need to be super complex. It but it has to, to make sense. I mean, though. no, it doesn't. It it's a fucking s- future war with giant robots. But here's, it doesn't have to here's make the thing, sense. Though, what are the two best term? What are the best Terminator movies? Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Okay. What is the second best Terminator movie? 1984's Terminator. Terminator. James both Cameron. Those, both those movies made a relative amount of sense. Okay, when it came to time travel, okay, they sent Terminator went back in time to kill the future leader. They sent another dude to go back in time to stop that from happening, so that boom, there weren't any changes that happened. There weren't any, excuse me, there weren't any, there weren't any major changes. There were, there wasn't a ripple effect to take uh, effect in the future and make the machines win. This movie just throws the book out the fucking window and says, yeah, the past has changed, but the future wasn't affected until Kyrie's goes back in the past. I loved the T-1000, the, the Asian cop guy. I freaking... It reminded me of my childhood. I loved T-2. I loved Judgment Day. and It was like him. It wasn't Robert Patrick, unfortunately. <laughs> but it was... It was, it was the T-1000 yeah. again. It was fucking... Oh man, come on. That's great. 
It's fun. It's fun. Did you you love the T-1000 or did you love the acting capabilities of Robert Patrick as the T-1000? It's like we talk about when we talk about the Han Solo movie. Do you love Han Solo or do you love Harrison Ford? No, I didn't. You can say that about Harrison Ford. Okay. I I have a total man crush on Harrison Ford and everything he's ever done. But I can't say it about Robert Patrick. Was he great as the T-1000 and T-2? Absolutely. Was he great as John Doggett on the X-Files later seasons? No. So there. But we're we're talking about the character of the T-1000. Oh, I love him. We're talking about the, yeah, but like, what I'm saying is like, I love the, t- I love Robert Patrick's T-1000 character. He was soulless, but you could tell there was a viciousness about him. Intelligence. Yeah. There was so an was intelligence, intelligence. Yeah. But there was also a, ma- there was a malice about him. There was viciousness in his eyes. He had no qualms about taking his little finger and sticking you in the eye with that fucking uh, liquid metal. No qualms about that whatsoever. What's wrong with Woofy? Your foster parents are dead. <laughs> Step right through the fucking milk carton. Come yeah, on, dude. That was great. Come on. But you can't you can't credit that to this other T one thousand because it was a different character. And this other T one thousand, I mean, really, like, I mean, didn't have the same. They melted him pretty yeah, easy. Like the... he was, it was he didn't he go he went down pretty easy, easily. That's what I'm going to say. They were, more pre- they were more prepared. How? They because didn't go ag- they had 20 years to prepare for this moment. They did. And, you know, you're, you're, you're thinking too much into it. <coughs> it was it, it was great. It was so fun. Some Here's part- the thing. Here's the thing. If you're going to make that argument, you can never say, because when we were talking about the last Fast and the Furious movie, whenever I said I went to go see it, because I was on the Movie Guys podcast, I said it wasn't a good movie, but it was still a fun, enjoyable action movie. You came at my throat. You were like, no, this is horrible. You can't say that anymore, then, if you're going to enjoy a turd sandwich like Genesis. But here's the thing. Uh, The Fast and the Furious movies... I'm allowed to have my own prerogative and my own opinion. I don't enjoy them. I don't find them fun. I don't. And a lot of fucking people do. That's why they made 19 fucking Fast and the Furious films, and they keep making more because it keeps breaking box office records. As long as those films are making a shit ton of money, they're going to keep, they're going to dust Vin Diesel out. They're going to pull him out of his coffin and prop him up Weekend at Bernie style to keep making these films. Because that's what they do to make money. When the creator of Terminator, when the origin, the originator of Terminator, James Cameron, James Cameron, when he made two of the best Terminators, Judgment Day and Terminator One, when he comes out and says, "I'm taking the franchise back because this movie was garbage," you know it was a bad Terminator movie. Yeah, it was. You know it's a bad movie when the original creator's like, "No, you can't do this to my franchise. I'm taking it back." I'm going to make the next movie. You know that's a bad movie then. And this is James Cameron we're talking about here. Not some one-off director. Like, this is James Cameron. Well, Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines is pretty awful. And they showed boobs in that movie, damn it. All I wanted was boobs. Titties! <laughs> I enjoyed this film. Um, You're entitled to your opinion, Adam, and I'm entitled to mine. I... I I don't like Fast and the Furious. I didn't like Terminator 3, Rise of the Machine. I don't like Indiana Jones, The Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, but I like Terminator Genesis. So, if those of you listening, if you haven't got a chance to watch it yet, watch it. I mean, I'm not angry that it didn't win any Oscars or set any box office records, but 
it was fun. It was enjoyable for somebody like me who enjoys the Terminator franchise. So go to FX On Demand. Watch it because it's on there right now. Or go to your local video store and, and rent it. Just watch it. Let us know what you think. Send us an email to fouryourdistraction at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us a message. Let us know what you thought about Terminator Genesis. Rise of right? the turd sandwich. Am I right? Or do you think it's a turd sandwich like like Adam here? Let us know what you think. I think like 90% of the country is like, it's a turd sandwich, yeah. <clears throat> I think you like being the underdog. You're like, everybody hated this movie. I'm going to like it. I didn't I didn't go in like everybody that. Everybody loves Fast and the Furious. I'm going to hate it. I just don't like the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I mean... You love being the underdog. You Why love being see the boobs, underdog. though? I mean... James Cameron did Titanic also. It was PG-13 Listen, also. Next Terminator, James Cameron, Amelia Clark boobies. Hey, that's all we want. And now i got to wait till 2020 to I see mean, some boobs in Game of Thrones. In, Man. in fairness, the internet does exist. So you can Google Amelia Clark boobies. Yeah, but uh, I want new, I want new scenes. <laughs> Just, there's no pleasing you. There's no, there's no pleasing me. Just just watch the movie. It's good. So, another Adam talks about school moment. Um, Adam talks about school. It's not really me talking about school, but it. I was in political philosophy, and it's getting better. Is what I'm gonna say. I figured something out. I love ancient history. I hate ancient philosophy though it's just a lot of gobbledygook and nonsense <laughs> all that gobbledygook <laughs> yeah um but there's one thing interesting that it made me think about it for a second uh our teacher was talking about plato and apparently plato had this idea that atlantis was real maybe i don't know yeah, okay um <clears throat> uh, but he had this idea and it didn't really go into really too much depth with it but it got me thinking what would you think of a civilization a society that instead of having one family or having different family units like we exist today, where you have your family, I've got my family, so-and-so has their family, Trump's got his family, or families, plural. Um, but what would you think of a society where it was just one family uni- unit? Everybody was each other's brothers and everybody was each other's sisters and... When it came to, like, raising children, everybody who was, like, older was the parent, the parental unit, where it was like, like, take your kids, for example, you know, everybody would be responsible for raising your kids, and you'd be responsible for raising everybody else's kids. It takes a village to raise a child. But but expanding on that, though, more than that, it's, what I'm saying is, your kids wouldn't necessarily stay in your household. Where it's like everybody is responsible for raising. So if some, let's say, let's say just happenstance, I have something to teach your kids. I would take your kids to my house for a while and, you know, would continue the raising process. And you would take, you know, somebody else's kids because you got something to teach their kids. Or, you know, continuing on with that. Like, ev- like it's considered everybody is part of the family unit. You know what I'm saying? What did you think of a society like that? I thought it was interesting well, to think about. 
I don't think that could be adopted in today's America because I don't for, think it could be adopted for in today's cu- world. In yeah, general. for a couple reasons, and you're, you're talking about Plato, which studied under Aristotle, who studied under Socrates, Socrates, as I like to call him. Thank you, Bill and Ted. But um, they had uh, Greek city states. Yeah, back then, so it was all Greece. <laughs> But each city was its own state, hence city-state. So they had their own governing body. So it would be like living in Hermitage, Pennsylvania, where, where we hail from, would be its own nation individually. So everybody in this town, we, we consider each other a family. I mean, you saw that in like the 300. Yeah. Everybody who lived in Sparta was its own ruling place, and everybody was family to each other. Outsiders, they could kick, they you, could kick him in a big hole. Were born, uh, unless you were born uh, deficient or deformed, then you'd be thrown off a cliff. But other than that, you know, or if you were considered scrawny hey, or can't, weak. Can't break some eggs without if, making an omelet. If you're scrawny and weak, you get thrown down a well. But you know, other than that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I wouldn't want that today um, with my kids. I wouldn't want to ship them off to some pedophile rapists home to teach well, you wouldn't ship them off what it is is like it's like like your neighbors for example like your neighbor has something to teach you your kid goes stay at the neighbor for a few days it's it's one it's like a it would be like a society where it's like there's no one like this child is not my child i gave birth to this child but it's all of our children like i'm talking and i'm not talking about like all of a sudden that just changes i'm talking about a society that's raised on that i'm talking about a society that where from start to finish that's what it's about like that i think is an interesting concept of things to talk about like it's quite interesting it is i think maybe it worked back there in ancient Greece and do ancient it. They Rome. Didn't do but... it. I mean, they didn't do it, but I mean, that was just a thought. That oh, they didn't even do that. No, they didn't do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> I thought they pulled it off. No, I'm just saying, Plato, like, he, like, he had this thought about, like, you know, he, it was like a theory, kind of a thought that he had, but it wasn't something they did. I'm just saying, like, it got me thinking about, the, like, I spent most of the <clears throat> rest of the class that day thinking about, like, that's, that's interesting. Like, the idea of, like, everybody, because I think, I'd like to think that a society like that would mean that people wouldn't see the differences in each other as much as they would see in the similarities. I think there'd be less granted. We all have our families and we all see lots of differences, but at the end of the day, your family is your family. You still get together with them and you still, you know, wrap your arm around your brother or something like that. And you still have a beer and shit like that. And, you know, cheers and everything. I think in, especially in today's age, it would be interesting to see a society like that, that existed where People would have different political thoughts. Like, take what we have today. We've got Democrats, we've got Republicans, we've got conservatives, we've got liberals. That's kind of the basic division that we have. Imagine you being a liberal Democrat, somebody being a conservative Republican. You see, you do not see eye to eye with them at 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 all. But at the end of the day, based on the based on how you were raised in society, you were like, "But this is my brother still. Yeah, I'm still gonna you know clank beers with them at the end of the day." It's not necessarily. Uh, I have lots of friends. I know, I know. I'm just who saying. we disagree with, but <laughs> but you have yeah. lot. But you have lots of other people that you don't know 
who are conservative Republicans. Oh, fuck hate. them, yeah. What I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, in this world that I'm talking about, even those people, like, you both recognize, we have so many differing opinions, but we're still part of the same unit right here. We're still part of the same unit. I will cheer to you, and you will cheer to me. I think whoever came up with this idea should go drink hemlock. Look at me trying to bring some positivity to the damn podcast, and you're like, No! Yeah, I don't. Uh, in my best Simon Cowell. <laughs> it's a no from me. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's a yes from me. I think this world needs yeah. more positivity. I think I think we couldn't employ that in a society today. But I would love, I would love for us to find some civilization that we didn't know about that existed that kept themselves secret. Maybe like an Atlantis type civilization that we that they kept themselves secret and we just kind of found out about them and they existed like that. I would love to see a society like that. I would need to start with the man in the mirror. To quote MJ. I mean, I got some I got some skeletons, but it's it's a fair it's it's good to talk about. It's a good I, I'm not buying it, but just because people suck. Well, everybody sucks. You suck, I suck, we all suck. Yeah. So. I do suck, but other people su- suck more. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to each their own, I suppose. You know what else sucks? What? Cable companies. Yeah, I, I, I don't get that. Yeah, and I've given you shit, and I I guess I owe you an apology, because I've given you shit a lot. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me drink it in. Give the apology to me, I've sir. even given you shit on this show before, and I was just talking up um, going to FX on demand on your cable, but I'm having, I'm having a, a fight with my cable company right now, and I'm really, really debating on leaving cable altogether, Adam. Like... Ah, so refreshing. It's a refreshing... I am... It's like a glass of lemonade on a hot day. I'm really thinking about just having Netflix and HBO Go and Amazon Video and... Hulu. Hulu. Jump on Hulu's bandwagon. Whatever else. Yeah, I'm... The only thing that is stopping me is live sports, which (laughs) I'm I'm going to research and I'm going to look into... uh, how to be able to stream those without having cable. Um, it, I pay $160 a month for my cable, and that, that's not internet. We get internet through it through a different, we pay like 55 bucks a month for internet through our phone line. So that would stay there. But cable, $160 a month. Okay. That's a lot of money. Okay, it's math time. It's math time, okay? Netflix is about $10 a month. It's going up to like... I think it's like twelve. It's going up to fourteen, maybe. I don't know, something like that. So let's say fifteen dollars a month for Netflix. Let's say let's just round it up. Okay. Fifteen dollars a month for Netflix. Got Hulu. I think the uh, Hulu is about maybe around the same price, like ten or twelve dollars, something like that. So let's say twelve dollars. Okay, we're up to twenty-seven dollars right there. You don't pay for HBO. You get it through, you know, your parents have HBO, so you kind of feed off theirs, like most people do. So you don't pay for HBO. Uh, your wife has Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime is about ten dollars a month unless you play. It's about twelve dollars a month unless you play yearly. It's about a hundred dollars, which makes it a little less than that. So we're up to about. I lost my train of thought. We're up to about thirty, somewhere on the thirty-five dollar range. 
just for those, just for all those, because you don't pay for HBO. Now, I wholeheartedly believe you are a fan of the NFL, MLB, and NHL. Those are my top three. Yes. NFL, I'm sure, I think they all have their own streaming services. I would like to believe that you could get a subscription to each of those streaming services to stream live games as they are happening, like you would on the cable television, and you would be either about equal to or if not a little less than what you're paying now for cable. So what what started all this was, yes, we pay $160 a month for cable, which is a lot, but for the most part, I've been happy with it, so it is what it is. We have uh, our smart TV in, in the family room that has you know all of our whatnots that you just mentioned hooked up to it. We have a TV in the bedroom, Whatnots. and we have a second TV in the other living room, if you will, that they don't have a cable box. They just have, like, picture of the old-fashioned cable cord screwed into the back of the TV. So the TV gets, like, Antiquated 60 channels. Antiquated technology. Right, no, it, it gets, like, 60 channels. And we don't watch those TVs as often as the main one in the family room, but sometimes my kids want to watch fucking... Sh- Moana or Frozen or Shimmer and Shine for the millionth time, and I want to go Shimmer watch... Shimmer and Shine a real thing? Yeah, Shimmer and Shine. Genie's Divine. Boom what? Zara May. What? First wish of the day. Shimmer and Shine. Never mind, I don't have kids. Make Adam know this divine. <laughs> don't have kids, so I don't care. Well, at any rate. Anyway. So sometimes we'll sneak over the other room, turn it on. We just gotta notice... That our cable provider, which is Spectrum, formerly known as Time Warner, is going, air quotes here, all digital. So any TV that they we want to get cable through must now have a cable box. Well, we have a cable box in the family room because it gets our high-def channels, but it has our DVR and everything. But we don't have the cable box for the other ones. So now... We have to get cable box for them, which is probably like 50 bucks a pop to just continue the service we have. So mind you, Adam, <coughs> we pay $160 a month, which I think is a lot. Oh, that's a, that's a lot of money. Now we have to shell out an extra 100 to get this stupid fucking box just to not to, to add anything new, just to keep what we currently have. I think that's utter bullshit. And the thing of it is, these other TVs that you're talking about, the only thing you watch in them, I think, are like sports and local stations and things. You don't really go in there to watch much in the way of cable. If not I'm mistaken, really. So. No, not really. We'll we'll just put them on like just once in a while, like maybe once a week. I had turned on one of them. You can you can get from your thing is my grandmother went through the same thing. Okay. For what are they, you know, you remember how it used to be where you could get the rabbit ears and yeah. put on your TV? We're old men. We're old men from the day. You get rabbit ears and you put on your TV and you plug it into your TV and you can get the local stations. You can get NBC, w, or in our case, WFMJ, which is, you can get the NBC stations, ABC, CBS, Fox, all the, all the, all the local quote stations that we can get. Um, they don't. You can't use rabbit ears anymore. There's, they don't work. 
They don't work anymore. They don't work at all. So my grandmother had to get a digital box for her TV, but it wasn't a cable box. It was a box so that she could watch the local station. She can get like 13 or 15 stations or something like that through this box, but it is basically the local channels, the NBCs, the CBS. And she still has stuff. cable though? On her? No, she doesn't have she doesn't cable, have cable period. She doesn't have cable period. Where'd she, she get the she box? Afford it. Where'd she get the box from? I think she bought it from the cable company. I can't remember, but it's basically, it's not a subscription kind of monthly payment thing. You just, it's like a one-time payment or I, or if it is a monthly payment, it's like five or ten dollars a month or something like that to have this box so you can watch the local stations because that whole that whole like rat antenna coming out of your tv that's that's a thing of the past that's antiquated technology that doesn't exist anymore it's all digital baby it's all digital innovation that's the machine that's the name of the machine well i'm pretty pissed off with my cable company right now i don't right blame now. you i don't blame um you. my next step is to to go to the office, not do this over the phone, go in person to their office, pick a number, wait in line for over an hour, then get up there and probably this sweet old woman who works the counter, and I'm going to MF her to her face, and I'm going to say, how are you going to make this right? Because it's not just me. People are leaving cable companies in droves right now. People are doing what you do. I know tons of people who have just recently switched to all streaming services. The thing like is, you. my household, not me, my household, uh, I don't pay for it right now, but <clears throat> my household still has Spectrum, but the internet, so. Which we are actually thinking about moving to either AT&T or Verizon for our internet, because recently, the other day, they shut off our internet. But they shut it off because apparently there was a past due bill for like a month or something like that, and they shut it off so they can get us to call them and figure out what was going on. And then when we called them and figure out what was going on, they turned it back on. I told my I told my mother about it. And she uh she went on she was gonna go online to pay the bill. They shut the internet off again when she was gonna go online to pay the bill. So my mother is uh extremely livid, I guess you would say. So she uh She's thinking about going to AT&T or Verizon or something like that and say, fuck Spectrum. Well, I have our cell phone provider is AT&T, but our home phone provider is Verizon. And yes, we have a landline house phone. And I see you smiling. We don't use it, dude. We don't. We got our internet through them and the house phone came free. So it's here, but we never use it. But our internet comes... Mean- I can't remember the last time I've ever used a house phone. Yeah, I think yeah. about it. Like, we it's have weird. One. We never use it. But our internet comes through Verizon, and we're very happy with them. And it's not super-duper crazy high-speed internet, because we don't need that ki- – we don't do that kind of work. We just play around with it. So it's it suits our needs. So – I would recommend looking into Verizon for that. I love AT and T for we my do a cell lot phone. Of streaming so. in our house, though. yeah. Like we, like we need, we need because we've got at any point of time we've got at least three or four devices that are online doing something. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into Spectrum and I'm going to get in this woman's face and I'm going to say, "You've got people leaving your company in droves. I know you don't care about one person." When one person becomes a couple thousand, you guys are losing money, your stock goes down. I know how it works. I want to stay. What can you do for me? 
to make me stay with you guys? I know the answer they're going to give you. What? They're going to say, well, we can give you a year on this discounted price. That's going to be their answer. I want, you know, $160 is a lot, but we've been paying it. So if you want me, I'll keep paying it. But I am not, and I repeat, not paying anything extra for these other fucking boxes. I want the three TVs in my house that work now to continue to work for $160 a month. I don't want my bill to go up. I don't want to pay any extra. And if this isn't going to happen, then you can kiss my $160 a month goodbye. Well, I guarantee that's they're going to say, okay, bye-bye. Then, because, uh, because, then I'm gone. Because, I'm not bluffing. Because I'm that, gone. Well, that's because that's not going to be her. She can't. They can't make the decision. That's that's on the tech side. And I, and I, if on the tech side, they're going to be like, look, like the technology is just not going to work. Like when we're making this transition, it's just not going to work with these with these things. They're going to have to have boxes. Like well, I gonna, want the boxes. They're going to be free. like, they're going to be. I like, want them to give me the boxes for free. The, I guarantee they're like, do it, do it. I'm all about doing it. I'm all about fighting the system. I'm all about doing it. But my mother has done similar things in the past four, and the only thing they ever offer is we'll give you this discounted price for a year. So that's all. That's all they're gonna because that's all they can offer you. That's all they can offer. They can offer you a discounted price to make you happy. That's, okay. That's what well, I'll take do. a discounted price, but on top of me getting these boxes for free, well, or not I walk, happen because, or I walk, because then you create a precedent where now everybody can come in and say, "I want the box for free and the discounted price." They just want to make you happy. They're then, not going to uh, give you it for I, free. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be that woman. I'm gonna be the. the I'm going to be the coach bag carrying <laughs> minivan driving woman who's going to ask to speak to the manager. And he's going to tell can you. Can I speak to your supervisor? He's going to tell you, I can I can give you a really, really good deal. I can give you a really good discounted price on your internet for the next year. They can't set a precedent. I don't they have give, internet through them, so they can't give me or a deal. The, on or it. cable, I mean. Yeah, cable, okay. I mean. I'm sorry. I've not said, I've not said, uh, I've not said them a while, but um, yeah, it's a, uh, that's what they're gonna do. They can't sit. There's no way they can set a precedent where they give you it for free because if you if they give it to you for free and you've got friends that have Spectrum and you tell them and they go and say the same thing, it's gonna create a whole thing. They can't do it. Well, they should. They should start doing it then because they're going to. They've been losing people, Adam. They've been losing a ton of people. I know why. I know why they make you pay for the boxes. They make you pay for the boxes because if you break the box then you've got to get it replaced. And if you keep breaking the boxes and getting it for free, they're going to lose money on the hardware. I know why they I know why they make you pay for the boxes because you've got kids, a lot of people have families and kids, a lot of kids are reckless, throwing shit all over the place. I know me in my household, we've broken a few boxes in the past, so I know why they make you do it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's what they're going to do. I've lived in this house since 2012. And I've never broken a box. Not saying I won't ever, because I, I, I very well could, but I've never broken a box to this point. I have the original box that we got. Um, and the little old lady at the desk does not care. Well, little old lady can suck my dick. And the big man behind the big desk does not care either. They should start caring when they're going to be out of jobs <clears throat> because nobody's going to cable anymore. And you can't argue with that because you're the one that said it years ago. I know, ago. I know. Cable is dying and going soon down, to be dead. It's going to be dead. It doesn't matter. They know it. We know it. They know it too. That's the thing. Then they should do stuff like this. They should have above and beyond customer service. And here's the thing. It's, if you have a new person who moves into town and they want to have these boxes then okay then they should pay for them but somebody like me i should be grandfathered in 
because I have the old way. Just because you're changing your policy doesn't mean shit to me. I've been paying this way for this service for this long. And do you know how many people has been have been doing the same thing? They lose. And those people should have so, it. They lose so much money. Basically, what they're doing is it's a sinking ship. They're just bu- they're just taking buckets and pouring out. They can't they can't fix the hole. All they can do is just take the bucket and keep throwing the water out. Why do you think they were fighting for net neutrality to be repealed? This is the whole reason why. Because cable's a dying art. They got to get control of the internet. Cable is dying. They have to get control of the internet. It's the whole reason why. It's the whole reason why net neutrality had to die. It's the whole reason why they were fighting it. That's, Which that's going to be a whole nother fight yeah. down the road. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Get like, ready. Like, they knew cable. Like, they knew what they knew way before you, way before me, way before anybody that cable's going down. The ship is going down. All they can do is just keep bucketing the water out. That's all they can do. They well, can't fix Adam, the hole. I might no longer have cable. Next time we record, I'll, I'll give an update on it. So, so Scott. Yes. If the people want to get a hold of 4U Distraction, tell them about how they feel about Spectrum and net neutrality and the cable box incident. How can they get a hold of 4U Distraction? Oh, man, there's several different great ways you can get a hold of us. Uh, you can send us an email to foryourdistraction at gmail.com. You can find us on social media. We are on Facebook. Search for For Your Distraction and like us on there. You can find us on Twitter by searching for For Your Distraction. You can follow us there, or you can tweet us at Podcast FYD. You can listen to this show on SoundCloud by searching for For Your Distraction. Subscribe to us on there. That's a great way. We post all of our shows onto SoundCloud. But for you Apple users, we are also on iTunes. You can search for For Your Distraction on iTunes. You can subscribe to us on there. And while you're there, you can rate us, maybe write us a little review. That would be great. Get us out there to more people. We are a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. That's B-R-E-E-L network.com. If you want to listen to us and some of the other great Be Real shows, you can find us on Podbean. You can search for Be Real Network on Podbean. I think we're also under the Movie Guys podcast. They are our sister show. You can search for the Movie Guys podcast on the Podbean app. The beer of the show. Adam, the beer of the show. The numero uno agave cerveza. I liked it. You didn't. But hey, that's that's a trend. It was it was it was okay wasn't good beer but it was an average nice casual if you're just already drunk kind of beer so so what do you got what do you got in store what's what's coming up what's um well here's what i have in store um i'm gonna go to work yeah i'm gonna go to class okay go back to work okay and i'm gonna go to the gym okay i'm gonna go home okay do some school work yeah go go to bed all right. That, that, that's my. That, that's what I have in store. Yeah. What, what do you have in store? Go to work. Uh, play with my kids. Uh, go to sleep. Uh, fight with my cable company. Um, Google Amelia Clark's titties, and wait for the next podcast. God, I love being really, really old. So. Did I mention titties? <laughs>